Hey, well, welcome back to Prime Your Day, Prime Your Life. Today, it's all around recession and how you can get yourself through it. I've teamed up with a fellow sales coach, Gary Robertson, and today we are going to give you five tips each on how can you become the best version of yourself to get you through and out of the recession so that you thrive, survive, and kick on. Enjoy the show and let's dive straight in. Welcome back to the Prime Your Day, Prime Your Midlife podcast. And today it's all about recession busting tactics. And just as that word recession already trigger you to think, oh, stop putting fear into my body. Today I've got a great coach who is living his life on purpose. Gary Robertson, great to see you today. Good afternoon, Chris. How are you? I'm very well. Well, I can see you, but other people can only hear you. Tell us where you are and what you're doing. I am in a place called uh, La Cala de Mijas, which is in Costa del Sol. And I'm just looking over the Mediterranean Sea and it's about 21 degrees. So not a bad place to be, Chris. Beautiful. Well, I've reached out to you today because I know that you are one of those that works despite his environment as opposed to because of environment. And I guess that's where we are with recession busting tactics. You, you're a great master of just keeping keeping it real based on what you know you can control. Would that be fair? Yeah, I think that you 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 can only control what you control. And and look, look, we've got this cost of living crisis upon us right now, but. This is a wonderful time of opportunity. This is not time to shirk away. This is this the time to grow personally. And it's a brilliant time for everybody that's listening to this podcast. Well, I think more millionaires are normally born in a recession than actually in an upturn. So what we're going to do for the listeners, we're going to share five tips each on what you could do today to take control of the controllables. And we're going to just go ping pong ball back and forth one tip each, quick soundbite of what we think you could do to enable yourself to thrive, survive and push through whatever the world's going to throw at us in the next month, two months, two years. It's winter, but we're going to make it feel like summer. Is that fair, Gary? That sounds perfect. All right. So I'll kick off uh, my tip number one to anybody listening is to take control of your budget and it's just to open up your bank account and intentionally look through all of the things that you spent on maybe the last 30 days and just think, hmm, do I really need that? Or is it what I would call a latte purchase, something that you could purchase, but you could use that money elsewhere? Go it line by line and decide whether or not you have been intentionally spending what you think is right and where you could make some savings. And equally, just think about how else you could spend that money. If you see something that's what I would call a discretionary purchase, maybe you could use that to go and buy one of Gary's courses or one of my sales masterminds. How could you take your budget and use that money elsewhere? That's my tip number one. Over to you, Gary. What would you focus on in terms of your first tip for getting through a session? So my first tip is um, creating a daily method of operation and starting your day the right way. And I, I start my day. It sounds a bit of a cliche. I say to myself, Gary, today is going to be a great day because I'm going to make it a great day. And I, I, that's the way I start. And then I go through my own little daily method of operation. 
And I would encourage people to write such a, mo- a method of operation because it, it, it sets you up perfectly. So first thing I do in the morning, I read my goals. I love reading my goals. I'm very much a goal setter, a goal getter. And when I look at my goals on a daily basis, it then encourages me to do the activity to go towards them. Then I go through some affirmations which center around the uh, the power of gratitude. I'm very grateful for what I've got. Um, and then, I, then I, I kind of just write down a list of stuff. I'm very old fashioned. I know there's lots of CRM systems, but I have a things to do list. And I, I, I love Eat That Frog by Brian Tracy. What I do is I write down all the things I need to do during the day and I even tick them off, Chris. Uh, and when I see loads of ticks at the end of the day, I can close my book. I can switch off completely from my business and go and enjoy my life. So my, my first tip really is create a daily method of operation so, so that at the end of the day, you can celebrate your successes. And if you do that every day, you'll harness the awesome power of the compound effect. Love that. And it's I've actually got my journal in front of me here and I've got a few little sound bites. And one of the juicy quotes that have just jumped out to me that resonates with that is by Viktor Frankl. And he says, he who has a why to live for can bear with almost any how. And that kind of where you are, isn't it? You're setting your own why up for the morning as to how you're going to live your day with your own intention. Superb. Back to me, do you think? I think so. All right. Tip number two for me is to be visible. A lot of people, when we go into a sort of recessionary times, it's that moment of fight or flight for the body. And we literally kind of freeze. And what happens when the body goes into freeze? It stops producing. It stops being active. And when you are visible in social media, on LinkedIn, in networking events, people notice you're still around and therefore you perhaps become a person of interest. So I would urge you to lean into your LinkedIn and take some video, maybe do what Gary's doing and start a little podcast and maybe do two to three minute sound bites every day. But you want to be the voice in somebody's ear or the face in somebody's eyes so that when they're thinking, hmm, what should I do? Where can I spend? What could I go and discover? Gary, Chris, whoever it is, you, the person listening, will be the place or the service or the product that they're going to go and use. So that's my tip for number two for recessionary times is to go out there and just be visible. What would you do next, Gary? Tip number three. Yes. So I'm very much process driven. And I think if you focus on process, it will never fail. And if you can just get into this daily method of operation and you highlight the things that you know need to be done on a daily basis. Look, we're talking about this cost of living crisis. The first thing that people should be doing each day is focusing on their income generating tasks. It's far too easy to suffer from paralysis by analysis by going onto social media, spending hours in there, when actually if you can focus on just 15 minutes of activity a day, some wonderful things will happen. And here's what I mean by that, Chris. We all want to get more clients. Every business needs new clients. These are the lifeblood of any business. But it's actually really easy to get clients as long as you're consistent. So all I do is I have a focused 15 minutes of activity every day. I do three things within that focused 15 minutes, just three things. And these are where I reach out to speak to potential clients. So let's say you're in my on my list there, Chris. And I want to speak to you possibly about being a client. I'll pick up the phone. 
Chris, it's Gary Robertson. I know it's a long time since we've chatted, but I don't suppose you're open to any sales coaching right now, are you? Now, you're going to say yes, no, or maybe to me it's irrelevant. I might send it via WhatsApp voice message. That's really, really good now. It, it lowers the confrontation, but it's still getting your, your personality across. But if you do something often enough within process, a ratio appears. And if I do three things a day, that's 15 things in a week. That's 60 things in a month. That's 720 things during the course of a year. And if you do something often enough, a ratio appears. If my call to conversion ratio is 10 to 1, I've got 72 new clients. For what? Doing three things a day in 15 minutes? If my ratios are 20 to 1, I've still got 36 clients in the year. And even if I'm really rubbish and my conversion ratio is 60 to 1, I've still got 12 new clients. And this is the thing. People don't spend enough time on the income generating tasks or learning or creating their own process. So the takeaway for this is create a process, do the high priority things first and always focus on income generating tasks. Beautiful. And I bet you never miss, do you? I bet I could go into your diary for the last however many days and show, say, show me the three people that you rang, reached out to. And I bet you could show me every time. And the thing also I love about that is even if they say no, you could still ask them a further question. You could say, hey, OK, Chris, I understand it's not a no for me, but who do you know who might be interested in sales coaching? And when we add that extra layer of inquisitiveness, then that's when you're going to really get that and uh, momentum moving. Love that. But just before you move on to the next part, Chris, because that's very pertinent what you just said there. If I phone Chris up today and he says no to me, it's a no for now in my mind. In three months time, I'll make the very same phone call to Chris. And I'll do it again in three months time. until so eventually Chris says yes, or he says, look, can you stop bothering me? I'm going for no. And that's all good. Well, a no is uh, a no is a no, but at least a no is time no longer wasted. Correct. Love it. All right. Tip number three from me, then, is to increase your earning. I know you've already talked about it there in terms of the three things, but perhaps you can create a little side hustle. Perhaps you can ask for a raise if you're employed. Perhaps you could seek more commission. And I'd love you to sit down for 15 minutes and think, if tomorrow I had absolutely no alternative but to go out there and earn more money because by the end of the next day, some fatal consequence would happen as a result of that. I bet you could find something. I bet you could be resourceful enough to do that. And maybe it could be a little side hustle on a network marketing scheme. Maybe it could be becoming a survey panelist. Maybe it could be working a little bit extra on uh, a waiting job or a hospitality job. But just have the ability and the gumption to say, how can I earn more? How can I create more opportunity? And how can I bring more things into my own well of goodness, as opposed to sitting there as a victim thinking, woe is me, there's redundancies everywhere, nobody's going to use me today, because that's such a debilitating existence when you just think that the world is out to get you. I can tell you here and now, there are so many people leaning into this recession thinking this is an opportunity because everybody else is standing still and we're going to move forward. So that's my third tip of the day is to analyze and take some time out to think, where can I increase earning? And hey, if you see somebody down the street today and they happen to get out of a Lamborghini, don't think, ah, oh, lucky bugger. Why don't you walk up to them and just say, that's a nice car, mate. 
What did you do to be able to be that successful to be driving a purple Lamborghini when you're 24? Turn jealousy into action. That's kind of my tip number three. How do you feel about that one, Gary? Uh, I love that. I agree totally with every sentiment in there. I love it. All right. Over to you then. Tip number well, it's three. Gonna dove- yeah, I think this will dovetail quite nicely to what you said there, Chris, because um, I believe in planning. I also believe you cannot hit a target that you cannot see. And many people are just going round and round and round and they're doing the same thing and they're getting the same result. We know that definition of insanity. And some people, all they need to do is just do some simple planning. It doesn't have to be anything big. One of our mutual friends, Michael Stewart, always says, look, you can do a business plan on a fact packet. Um, It doesn't have to be anything crazy, but I'm not even talking about business planning here. I'm talking about life planning. And if you just think, where do you want to be in the next five years? Write down the type of house you want to have, the type of car you want to drive, you know, the, the, the level of income you want to come in. And then just, just write it down and visualize it. And don't think, how am I going to get there? Just set the goals to start with. Because if you want something badly enough, you will find a way to get there. And maybe your current business is the vehicle to get you there. Maybe it isn't. Maybe you have to do what you've just said there, get some side hustle thing going on. But understand this, in this world of opportunity, if you do some good planning, you won't go around in in circles, you won't even zigzag, you'll straight line to your destination. You just have to wake up every morning and believe. I love that. about You can't find the target if you don't know where you're aiming. Uh, That's really good. And again, you're all into the kind of the planning cycle, isn't it? And uh, I bet I could already say how many events you've got planned in for 2023 in terms of endurance or Ironman or something. It's already probably nailed in, is it? I know what I'm doing. And 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 this is crazy, Chris. If I don't have something in my diary, I become lethargic. I don't do anything and I, I, I feel bad every day. But if I have something in, I do those little bits of activity every day, which just improves me and gets me ready for whatever I'm looking for. Yeah, I say to lots of clients, show me your calendar and I'll show you your life. If you can't show me where you've got activity booked into your calendar already, then I'll tell you how things are going to go. All right. Uh, tip number four for me, I thought we're nearly at the end of my, of my tips, is all about surrounding yourself with the right environment. And that means right people, right places and right environment. You need to find yourself in places that are encouraging and pushing and motivating and being positive for you, as opposed to hanging out to what I call the bitcher Mona Winges. We don't want to be driving around with the BMWs. We want to be with the kickstart people that are just slaying the recessionary times, not spending so much time on the news, being clickbaited by the the headlines of doom and gloom so if you've got people in your life that are just you just see that phone call come in and you see that name and you just think oh no maybe you just might need to say to that person do you know what i really like talking to you but you really do actually drain my energy and if you've got something to say can we make it a good conversation but otherwise maybe go and ring somebody else And equally, that applies to your workplace. If you're in a workplace and you're finding yourself just descending into gossip and and lots of negative conversations, maybe you need to find a new team to work for because working in a place that is so uninspiring, the, the human psychology just doesn't like that. So right place, right environment, and most importantly, 
surround yourself with the right people. That's tip number four for me. I like that. I think you become average or equal to the average of the five people you associate with the most. And just a point you, you mentioned there, Chris, um, I play golf with some fantastic people and there's some very wealthy people and um, they love it because when you when you get into the golf car with them, I, I say, look, Joseph, how are you so successful? And, and you get so many golden nuggets. And this guy here, Joseph, just to give an idea, he's got 285 cars. When I was playing golf with him, he bought a car. He said, I just bought a new Audi. And I said, Joseph, why do you need a new Audi? You've got a BMW and a Mercedes. He said, oh, no, no, no. This was one of the first ever Audis. I said, how much did you cost pay for that? He said, 250,000 euros. But, you know, I said, give me one piece of advice, uh, please, Joseph, on why you've been so successful. He said, I make decisions quickly. Nice and simple. But isn't it, the thing is, you're asking the curious questions. Your mind is saying, how, what, who, how did this person come to be in a position where he can have 285 cars? There must be something he's doing. So, hey, I want to learn. I want to find out how. And that's the ability of, uh, of the right people enabling you for success and for you to be curious enough to put the ego to one side and say, how are you doing that? As opposed to, oh, you're so lucky. Which takes us on to my fourth one. Yeah. And my fourth one is engage in transitional development. We hear of these terms, personal development, professional development, read a good book, listen to a good audio. The problem with most people is they just read them and think that sounds like good stuff. But really, as human beings, what we want to do is we, we want to engage in transitional development where we read some good stuff, we enact on that stuff, and we work the stuff so we improve as people. And I like to coin a phrase, can I, C-A-N-I, if we embrace constant and never-ending improvement, you will be successful. So this, this cost of living crisis, if you engage in can I, you'll grow. If you look at successful people and listen to them, you will grow. If you understand now is not the time for a pity party, but now is the time to engage in that regular activity, you will grow. And the tip here is focus on the actions, not on the results. The results come later. And in transitional development, you know, I am always listening to something on Audible. Always, every single day. And I'm always speaking to successful people and say, look, what are you doing? How are you doing it? And then I try to implement that into my life cycle. And I try these things. If they work, I keep them. And if they don't, I don't keep them. And I've been very blessed. I, um, there's a lovely book called Will It Make the Boat Go Faster? And I was at a seminar with Bent uh, Reese Davis just two weeks ago. He's a lovely guy. Won a gold medal at the Sydney Olympics in a rowing eight. And one of the chapters in the book is called Bullshit Filters, Bullshit Beliefs. Sometimes you've got to have a look at yourself and just say, hold on a minute, is what I believe true? I've held on to these beliefs for so long. Are they serving me well? If not, get rid of them and get your boat going faster. So you've got to be in transition all of the time. So It's a great book. Anybody's not read it, go and find it. Okay, my final tip, uh, and this is kind of going to resonate with a Jim Rohn quote, which is always don't wish for less problems, wish for more skills. Uh, but whilst looking for the new skills, please avoid what I will call shiny object syndrome. Because right now, I appreciate recessionary times of the cost of living crisis is creating you uh, to become action orientated. But action orientation also means that you could be tempted 
to jump into something because it looks unbelievable and it looks like it's almost too good to be true. And there are some very clever marketers out there that will be appealing to your psychology to jump into something because it looks amazing. So before you jump, get the testimonial, get the proof, dig deeper, ask for the evidence, maybe ask for a reverse guarantee of a price uh, refund if something doesn't happen. Because there are all kinds of people out there that will be preying on your psychology to pay the money, to get the success, to get the 10x, to get the 100x. And often it's not nearly as good as perhaps it purports to be on the marketing. Perhaps you just need to lean into your own resourcefulness and create your own momentum because success is probably in you somewhere. You need to be less reliant on others and achieve inwardly what you know to be there. So fan your own flames and don't always look for others to give you the route out of crisis. That would be my final tip. Where are you gonna end up with Gary? I'm gonna end up with paying the price. And look, successful people leave clues. Now we've got the Football World Cup going on right now. Now this can be a distraction for some people. I love sport, you know that Chris. I, I love it. You know, you said about magpies and shiny things, you know, I am that magpie. I, I'll go for anything shiny, but I also know I have to pay the price. And when I first started in business in March 2000, I was working very, very hard on this, on this, uh, what we call now a side hustle. I was a police officer in Scotland. I was working very hard on it. And my football team at the time, well, no, they're still my football team, but uh, Leeds United, they were actually in Europe. And uh, all of my friends would say to me, Gary, are you watching Leeds in Europe on Wednesday? And I said, no, I'm working. And they'd say to me, but Gary, you love Leeds United. I said, I know, but I've got a plan. And my plan is simple. I'm going to work really hard for a year. And then next year, I'm going to follow Leeds around Europe. Now, I kept my part of the bargain. Sadly, Leeds United didn't because they then got relegated into whatever division. Uh, and I think if you want something badly enough, You've got to make the sacrifices. Don't watch Dead Enders or Procrastination Street on the income reducing box because that's going to waste time. Yeah. If you get invited out to, for drinks with a friend and it's not necessary and you know you've got a work commitment, do the work commitment first. Join your friends later if you have to. It's just being serious and being in the moment and being absolutely a servant to your plan and to your goals. And then what actually happens is, Later in life, because you've paid the price, you can do what you want, when you want, with whoever you want, wherever you want, because you've planned your life. And that's why I wrote the book, Living Your Life on Purpose. Don't do it by accident. Get there. And then people say, oh, Gary, it's OK. You're living in Costa del Sol and you're golfing all of the time. You're doing all of this. It wasn't just luck. You see, luck, L-U-C-K, stands for labor under constant knowledge. I planned it, worked it, and that's, I'm here as a direct result of everything I've ever said, everything I've ever done, and I deserve this. And for you who has listened to this, if you want success, go and deserve it. That's my final tip. And also on paying the price, sometimes people think free is fantastic, but actually free is still time that you spent. And somebody said to me, when you pay, you pay attention because you're now having that investment. 
of cost. And therefore, when you invest cost and time, you're even more determined to succeed. I think you're doing really well with this podcast, Gary, until you mentioned Leeds United. I think you just <laughs> distracted yourself from so many football fans that <laughs> have no passion for Leeds United. Listen, Gary, how can we help you today? What would be one thing that you think you could do for the listeners to enable them to be uh, less triggered by recessionary cost of, of living crisis words? Look, it's, it's, in all sincerity, Chris, if somebody listens to this podcast and they get something from those 10 tips and they employ them into their life and, and they do something better for themselves, that's good enough for me. Seriously. You know, I, I, I wrote the book Live Your Life on Purpose because I want to live my life on purpose. So I, I can't be uh, hypocritical and say I want more work because I'm not really in the market for more work just now. Um, but um, just do stuff. Every day, that's my, my, my final say. Okay, well, I'm going to ask you to go and listen to Live Your Life on Purpose, which is Gary's two to three minute soundbite every morning, which you can find on iTunes or other media players that are available. Uh, Gary, it's been a really insightful 20 minutes of 10 brilliant tips. Thank you so much. And I want to appreciate you for your time and energy that you put into this. And hopefully somebody somewhere will get off their proverbial and go and be resourceful and take heed of some of your action tips to enable them to be the best version of themselves thank you very much i thoroughly enjoyed it and i learned some things from your tips there chris so i'm going to take them and use them so thank you very much awesome thank you so there you have it 10 tips to enable you to take action right now something you could do immediately to lessen your anxiety and see the opportunity that is in front of you. I'd love you to just take a minute now to think, what shall I do next? Because the first step enables you to take the next step. We have one life, so love life, living life. <laughs>